Hi, and welcome back to our journey through the Word. Today we're going to step away from the book of Acts for a while, and we're going to turn to the second chapter of John and take a look at the first miracle that Jesus performs at the wedding at Cana. This is a, a great miracle because he's making people happy here by fulfilling an immediate need that they had. At the feast that day, the wedding had run out of wine, and, you know, the feast lasted typically seven days long then, or at least a very long time. And so to run out of anything, wine or food or anything, would have been a, a catastrophe for a wedding feast, no different than it would be today. And there they had to make it last a long time. So Jesus wasn't there at the beginning of the wedding feast. He kind of shows up later on and his mother comes to him and says, oh, they've run out of wine. You know, she's spreading the gossip around. Oh, can you believe this wedding? It's run out of wine. And so, you know, Jesus puts her aside. He says, woman, what have I to do with you? And we can talk about that little exchange later on. But then he does something interesting. And he tells his disciples to go get six pots, stone pots, and fill them to the very brim with water. And, you know, a couple of interesting things. One is that the disciples did immediately what he said. They already were understanding that he was somebody different and somebody special. And so they were going to do whatever he told them to do. And then they were going to draw out the water, like he said, and take it to the, the head of the feast and have him taste it. And when they draw it out, drew it out of the pots, of course, they're thinking, well, why are we going to take, you know, water in a ladle to the master of the ceremonies here, water in a, you know, in a pot? And so it's got a really interesting, you know, symbolism, symbolism here. Because the difference between pots filled with water and pots filled with wine are the difference between a Christian or a person who's filled with just something that barely satisfies in something that really transforms a life. The reason I wanted to talk about it this week is because last week we spoke about the baptism in the Holy Spirit and how from one moment to the next, simply by being baptized in the Holy Spirit, the disciples were changed. They were transformed into, into something completely different. Peter, who, who we spoke about, was just always stumbling over himself, always having problems doing the right thing. And suddenly when he was baptized with the Holy Spirit, he began to give a sermon and everybody began to convert. Thousands of people that day converted to the kingdom of God based on the powerful word that Peter spoke that day. The only difference was the empowerment and the baptism of the Holy Spirit in his life. So when we look at these pots, there's six of them and six is the number of man. We can say even in the book of Revelation, 666 is the number of man. So six typically represents those things that come from man. And I want to say that religion is something that comes from man and not from God. And you know, we as people who want to have a relationship with God, we try to do everything the right way. And we come up with weird ways to do things where religion is concerned. That's why there's so many different religions trying to approach God. But they never really satisfy us because they're our idea. They're our plan and our concept of what we should do in order to, to serve or to follow after God. 
and we become like stone pots just filled with water. We're filled to the brim with water. And you know, before you have a real relationship with Christ, we can really understand that metaphor. We're just like pots just filled up with water. We can't take anymore. Religion only does so much. You get so full of religion, religious ideas, religious practices, nonsense and crazy things, and it doesn't really bring us satisfaction. It drives you, in the end, further away from God than drawing you close. And a feast with no water, I mean with water and no wine, was a catastrophe. And the same thing we could say today, that our lives with water and no wine are unfulfilling and unsatisfying. And we want to have a feast. We want to have a celebration in the presence of Jesus. And what he brought to us is this transformation in our lives, like a stone pot filled to the brim with water. Suddenly, because of Jesus, only because he was there, only because he's in our life, our life is completely transformed by the power and the work of the Holy Spirit. Suddenly, we don't have the same desires in our life, the same goals, the same purpose. We want to experience God firsthand in our lives and not through religion and not through ceremony and not through the silliness that men bring through these Christian religions. We want the real fullness and the baptism and the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And it's a transforming experience for us as a believer. The difference between someone doing something for God and being useful in the hands of God is the feeling and the empowerment that the Holy Spirit brings to our life as a believer. That's the difference. We're transformed just like Peter was transformed. We're also transformed. And then, you know, we could say when Jesus said, take this and give it to the master of the feast, the master of the ceremony, and have him taste of it. He said, wow, normally they give the good wine at the beginning of the feast, but now you've saved the good for last. Because in that day, right, people would get drunk on the wine in the beginning and then you could give them anything and they wouldn't know what they were drinking. So you give them the worst stuff at the end. And he'd say, no, you saved the best wine for the end. And it's very interesting for us that the wine that comes from the Holy Spirit the blessing that he brings to our life is the best wine that we could have. It's everything for us. Think of the things that the Holy Spirit brings to us. Sometimes we think about the exciting, you know, the healing and the miracles and the spiritual gifts. But the fact that the Holy Spirit brings peace to our hearts and conviction for our sins and tries to guide us into a more sanctified life is a real miracle in this world. To be able to bring peace to our hearts in a world that has no peace or joy in a world that has moments of happiness but no real pure joy like we feel as a believer filled with the Holy Spirit. And also this wine. So they had good wine at the beginning of the feast and they had good wine at the end of the feast. And it's also another symbolism that from the beginning of the church from those days even until today we have this wonderful wine of the Holy Spirit. It's no different. It can't be different. It's the same God, the same Trinity, and the same Holy Spirit who fills and baptizes a person today that filled and baptized a person that day in the second chapter of Acts. The same. So, the signs might be different, right? The way in which he fills us could be different. 
and the um, things that take place after he fills us might be different. But it's the same Holy Spirit wants to do the same work. So what did he do that day in the second chapter of Acts that he also wants to do in our life? He wants to empower us to be used by God. Some maybe to preach like Peter preached that day. Maybe some to be used in miracles. Maybe some as um, a prayer warrior interceding on behalf of others as the Spirit leads. As an evangelist witnessing to people around us. But not in a religious way. Not in, oh, you should join my religion. You should sign the paper here. You should give your money to our religion, to our church. You should join and become a member of our church. No, this doesn't mean anything. The only thing that matters is that we follow Jesus and that we're empowered by the Holy Spirit in order to do so. So this is the feast. This is the great feast that we're going to participate in, in heaven and as they did in the time of Jesus. They're needing empty, unsatisfied water pots filled to the brim. And today, many Christians, many people are feeling the same way. Enough of religion, enough of water. You can only drink so much water. I want something that alters my mind. I want something that changes my heart. I want something that really does a work in my life of transformation because wine is alive, right? Not water, but wine is really alive. So this is the miracle. And the reason we're talking about it is because we should understand that despite our faults, our failures, our, our shortcomings and our weaknesses, through the power of the Holy Spirit, God can make us useful vessels in his hand. So today we could ask the Lord, you know, Lord, I'm not really used to my fullest potential. I'm not having this experience like they had in the Bible. I feel like a water pot just filled to the brim with water that doesn't satisfy. I want more of you. I want to be filled with your Holy Spirit. I want to know gifts. I want to know power. I want to know usefulness in your hands through the blessing that the Holy Spirit can bring in order to use my life. And that's what God wants to do with us. He wants to empower us. He wants to sanctify us. And he wants to use our lives. And today, there's no difference than the day that he did it then in the wedding feast. There's no difference today than the day he did it in the second chapter of Acts when he baptized and began the church. We're a continuation of that day. A continuation of the same work that the Holy Spirit's doing today as he was doing then. So ask the Lord, God, please empower me. Please use me. Please give this blessing to my life. And why will he do it? Because Jesus said, if you ask anything good of your father, will he give you something bad? If you ask him bread, will he give you a stone? No, he wants to give these things to us. So seek the Lord, ask him, and then Go find some other people who want the same thing, who want more of the Holy Spirit, who want to be more used by God, who want to see more works taking place. Get together with them and pray and ask for this blessing in your lives. And God will bring you the same blessing today that he brought to them way back then 2,000 years ago. May the Lord bless you. Amen.